Here we are, Jack Dickens, Friday morning. We have the final day of the Melbourne Cup Carnival, McKinnon Stakes Day. Uh, it's been a hectic week as usual. There's been winners, there's been losers. How are you finding the battle this stage Friday morning? Uh, there's been a lot more losers than winners at this stage of the carnival, Peter. Uh, we are well down for the carnival itself. Um, we're about uh, 10 units down for the month so far, which is frustrating. But, you know, we've won for a very long time, so it gives me kind of confidence that's about to turn. Particularly yesterday, the, the races we missed in, you know this better than anyone or as well as anyone else who's on board, is, you know, like we ran second, second, third. We're there or thereabouts if we just get one to go our way. Like Prisian Dancer wins it yesterday, we, we win for the day. So um, it's, it's been frustrating because it's been um, so close, if you, know what, if you know what I'm saying, bro. I think, um, yeah, there's probably been a lot of zigging rather than zagging, so to speak. I know obviously the uh, the two-year-old race down the straight, won by Willow. I think you guys were knocked off. You were on the J-Mac, J-Mac horse in the red. can't remember what it was called. Yeah. Um, yeah, but even go back to Saturday, I can't remember in the last proper show we did, but like Kemal Parsa should have won. Yeah. That would have been a winning day on Saturday, but it was a strip. Um, you know, it's just been that sort of bit of a rough run for us, but um, we got a little bit back Wednesday at Kyneton for the long-term subs, the yeah. everyday subs, and um, potentially betting a little bit today at Warnable and then uh, particularly tonight at Pakenham. Just want to see how much rain comes today and... Uh, if some of the prices level back out, because there was a couple of uh, interesting setups that have uh, been gently steamed overnight. Yeah, well, that, hasn't that just been the, the theme of the week? I'm sure we'll get into that on the deep dive on Monday. Oh, uh, yeah. big filthy steamers, and <laughs> not always right. But um, if if they're a Wallace steamer, they don't generally I was, miss. I was going to say, watch out, uh, watch out for that. Are they? They kind of, they almost did miss, I guess. If D Lane had just gone around that other horse instead of trying to go through that final horse on Fifth Element, and being held up the entire straight to just miss, which we were on that too. Um, <laughs> yeah, a Wallace steamer would have missed, but yep. it, it subsequently full credit to him because it didn't. Uh, you mentioned the rain. Obviously, the showers increasing tomorrow. Um, how prepared are you to bet early on this card? I'm happy to anticipate the rails in run, which was the case yesterday, unless you're a flat earther, like I was dealing with on Twitter on uh, Tuesday afternoon, proper racing's version of a flat earther who thinks lanes don't, <laughs> don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah, for the non-flatties out there, um, I think Tuesday was a very big advantage to be rails in run. Thursday, yesterday, was a severe disadvantage to be rails in run, and I expect that to even increase. The rail moves out to the 8-metre. But with the rain and the traffic, I, I still think I'd rather be three wide than rails and run on Saturday. And, uh, you know, we keep putting head out there. We might get knocked off again, but that's the position we're going to start with. Um, obviously, if you're a flat earther, just ignore that last two minutes because it doesn't matter where you are and run. The fastest horses always win. <laughs> but um, for the rest of us, let's focus on horses that are not rails and run tomorrow because it was a big disadvantage there on Thursday. Just hope the edge of the earth Peter. isn't on the... And also, uh... <laughs> just a quick... Just a quick shout-out to the um, archaic system that the Victorian racing community stewards RVL use to, on the biggest day, like one of the biggest four days of the, this carnival, we've rubbed out the greatest rider of all time, 
you know, about to get probably knocked off by J-Mac. But D. Oliver's got suspended on Tuesday for causing interference in the Melbourne Cup. Now, punters don't get to better him. And particularly, like, owners, like, poor old Uncle Bob. Superstorm, you know, Ollie's, what is he? Two from three. Yeah. Loses his rider. It's unfair to it's unfair to owners who have set their horses for the big days. And it's unfair to punters who want to back the best riders. Every other day of the year, if if Ollie or Dean Yandel or Hugh Bowman cause interference in the Melbourne Cup, they could choose to take their suspension, you know, next week. But there's some rule for the Flemington Carnival that it, they have to take it immediately. So yeah, that was brought in a few everyone, years ago. Everyone missed out. Yeah, wasn't that brought in a few years ago to stop reckless riding? And I think it was all due to Frankie Dettori. So not that it matters to would have, who, Frankie would be like on some Italian island right now anyway. Shout out to Frankie if he's watching. Um, let's Full start. credit to Frankie for just trying to get his horse over the line. Full credit to him. Full credit to him indeed. Let's start with the McKinnon uh, race eight, 2,000 metres, group one, wait for age, all that good stuff. Uh, Market has Zaki, $2.40, Colette, four eighty, Mwanga, eight fifty, Hungry Heart, Private Eye, 11 Cascadian, Superstorm, 13 They're on the quick backup. Zaki... Oh, wow. Wow. Let's have... I know we don't normally do this, Peter, but let's have a case. You can pick which way you want to go. So, 250 right now, we'll say. You can take shorter or higher, and I'll just go the other way so we can have a bet. What's your prediction? It has to start longer. Okay, I'm on shorter. I've got no idea. Yeah, I don't either. Either way, it wouldn't surprise me, and that's, that's what makes this race really hard to preview and even harder to bet into. If this horse starts at $1.80... It might win by six lengths. It might do a uh, Espezosa on us. Yes. But if it starts $4, <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> oh, poor Curls, if it starts $4, he'll go, he'll be headless. But, um, yep. If it's not winning, though, it's a really interesting race. It's a really interesting race. It's a really interesting race, but it doesn't mean it's a good betting race. Yeah. I, I, I've got it mapped like this, Peter. I think Homesman from one will kick up, probably hold. Zaki from eight. Uh, I think rolls across, sits outside Homesman, but they could decide to go to the fence. I reckon by this stage of the day, it'll be sort of rails and run is clearly off, so they'll all sort of be getting off anyway. Um, Dallas and I think then Colette maybe the next one. There's not a lot of speed here, so Colette might be in the first four in run. Then Maunga, Cascadian, back and buried. Hungry Heart, Private Eye, Kalea, Natorka, number five. Um, it will be second last, and Superstorm will be last and, and widest. Uh, I, I think Superstorm's flying. I think if you have to bet right now, it's the one to back. Um, there's no like concerns with the map here. It's just going to be back and wide, and that's fine. Like I'd rather sort of back this horse in this setup as opposed to like losing its normal rider and it needs to be ridden a certain way. There's not yep. a lot of thinking here. Just get back and just wait wait your turn and go. Um, I think Moonga's flying, Hungry Hearts flying, Colette airborne. Colette ran a career PB on Saturday, just gone. I think they're all there thereabouts, and I think even Dallasan brings the grouse's form in Australia at the moment, which is animo form, just cox yeah. plate form. I think uh, that's the horse. I've had a bet with Gareth on that horse. He gave me 101. I, I could back Superstorm now and Dallasan right now. 
but I wouldn't because I think the race is full of question marks and a really tricky race, Peter. Yeah, the way I'm looking at it is I'm happy to have something on Superstorm regardless, but I'll be having more on if there's not too much rain around. I wouldn't want it to get significantly wet or raining during the day. I think if it does, that Colette just maps perfectly for this, no matter what happens, but I'd want to see the rain come. I know she obviously won on the better surface there uh, last Saturday, but you know you probably need the little X factors to go your way in this race. Mongo obviously comes from the Cox Plate, which is, again, looking really good form. Um, but Superstorm's the the one. I just think he's airborne. He's coming off that, you know, particularly. It was just even tempo there last start. He has the ability to explode into this. Um, I'm just happy to bet around Zaki. I haven't wanted to follow it at all in Melbourne and not going to start now. So I'll be like everyone else at Ascot. We'll all be cheering Superstorm if it gets up if Matty Hill actually spots it in the run and can call it on the way home, um, we'll all celebrate hey, as one. Hey. Look, on behalf of the mailbag, I'd like to apologise to the racing community <laughs> for not um, saying positive things about Matt Hill. It was great, though. No one at Ascot there last week actually realised he had won until we saw the you know, Superstorm go up there on the big screen. Everyone's going, oh, he didn't even call it. What's going on? It was Ice Bath, Ice Bath one. Um, all right, let's have a look at Nature Strip's uh, race, the Darley Sprint, um, because, I mean, surely, surely. I know it's not ever a betting proposition. Well, but... I think it, yeah, like, let's take, let's spend like 40 seconds on it. I think it wins. I think Splintex runs second. I think uh, Ranch Hand runs third. And then I'm going to have Swatsat and September run in for fourth. And if you're playing the quaddy, one out, or are you throwing in something else just in case? No, one out. Okay, so it's a treble. Wonderful. All right, race three on the card is the benchmark 80 over 2,000 metres. Now, you wanted to focus on this race. Why's that? Interesting race. Nice horses. So, Sfera, Johando, Taishi, Goddess, I think they'll be the first three in run. I think Sfera will have to cross and lead from 16 or just be cast. Takumi, Primitivo, Lunatic Fringe, I think all end up rails and run, which again, I'm not. I'm going to be pretty negative on. Uh, Alcyone and Hasseltoff from 7 and 8, I think we'll get nice runs, particularly Alcyone, who was unlucky. Um, last start at Caulfield is when Brett Preble pulled Ollie's pants down. Ollie wasting to get onto Delphi. That was on a Wednesday, wasting to get onto him on a Saturday. Um, Brett got one over him there. Uh, I think you can forgive Alcione. It's been well backed. I think it's short enough. I think it's the most likely winner of this race, but it, geez, it's been well found. Um, full ahead, Medieval Miss next. Skelm's a nice horse with, you know, sort of doesn't run too poorly ever. The rest further back. I think this number 13, Vitruvius, will get the right sort of run to how I predict the race is going. The track's going to race. I think it should have won and should have won well at Ballarat two back. Brett Preble cheered like he won the Melbourne Cup when he won on this thing at Geelong. Um, he's very excited. I don't know why he's so excited, but he was. Uh, he sits, he stays on here. I think Preble and Pushka will be savaging the line in the best going. I think this horse is the one here on the up big time. Um, I want to be with it. I think it's a bet. Race three, number 13, Vitrovius. Yeah. Pretty decent form line, that Ballarat, uh, what was it, benchmark 72 starts back, isn't it? That Hickok yeah. one. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was barely, we back to that day, it was like fives in the twos. There's been money for it every time it's run. 
to, to, to suggest that like it ticks a lot of boxes for a lot of people. I think it's a horse on the up versus some of these that aren't as progressive. Okay. And, and I love the map. I love the I love the wide draw. Like the wide draw has given us sort of four sixty instead of three dollars. Yep. But I think it might actually be advantaged by the wide draw. Okay, so four dollars sixty there for that horse, which have a hundred on. Have a hundred on for on Vitruvius. All right. Yeah. Race four, the Amanda Elliott handicap over fourteen hundred meters listed race. <laughs> Why would you say it? Oh, what a woman. Uh, our Heidi's favourite at 4.40. You've got Scissor Step, 6.50. Uh, decent Rain at 8. Jimmy the Bear at 9. Port Louis, 10. Bend the Knee. Bend the Knee, 11. Yeah, there's a lot of Port Noise sort of gear here. There's Barstool, <laughs> like, O President, Bend the Knee, Lavish Girl. Micro. Our Heidi. <laughs> Danger. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh Daily Bugle. Smitzer. For those who associate bugles with... Trumpets. Yeah. Um, anyway, shout out to... Full credit to Amanda Elliott for getting a race named after her. You know, full credit to the stewards. But particularly like the people who don't get any respect in this sport who deserve it. The the track work riders, the stable hands, the the strappers, the barrier attendants. Oh, let's just name it after her. Racing. Uh, map here, Peter. I think Jimmy the Bear leads from Volcanic Rock. Scissor Step, who can win? It is probably a bet here. And Outboy Brian out wide. I think they roll forward. Oh, President, there, thereabouts. Decent Rain's flying. Gets a lovely, lovely draw here in Barrier 8 and gets a lovely run forward at midfield, I think. Bend the knee in Micro. Particularly Micro, who's, I think, well found. Is it not, Peter? No, it's $26. Uh, we're back to last start. That's yeah. what I was thinking. I don't think it's any hope here. I think, like, the... The rails and runs theory. Uh, Cape Breton, but particularly our Heidi. I think our Heidi would be three or four wide midfield, very much like um, Ollie did on the purple horse yesterday that won. Beat Wright and Rose. Anyway, I think that's going to be the place to be. The rest worse in midfield. I want to have 75 bucks number six, our Heidi, and 25 bucks on number two, Scissor Step. The wide horses, who I think are... Uh, into like they've put the rider on the wall, they're going to run a big race here with what they've done the last couple of starts. So, yeah, 25 scissor step, 75 our Heidi. Our Heidi should have won at Mooney Valley, was very unlucky, much more suited back to, to Flemington, and I think suited the wide draw. All right, so scissor step currently six dollars fifty, and our Heidi 460. All right, very good. Anything else you want to focus on at Flemington? Nah, just full credit to the like. I know there's flat earthers out there, and I'm not. I'm just. I'm just talking about what the track did. You know, the track has lanes, in my opinion. I think Flemington, though, as a whole, what a credit it is to the industry, like in Victoria, but racing as a whole in this country. How great is that racetrack, Peter? It's uh, the best, clearly. There's no other racetrack I don't think in Australia that would handle the racing it's copped and the weather it's copped this week. It's racing superbly. It's evolving. That's part of the puzzle of gambling on them. And riding them, and that's why the good riders win a lot more races than the shit riders. Um, I think Flemington's a credit to the industry. Full credit to Flemington. Bye for now. Bye for now.